Absolute Geek Podcast. It's Tuesday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. Coming to you back from the studio with our beautiful, beautiful soundboard all fixed. A fixed soundboard and a fixed Jose. <laughs> yeah. Sort of fixed. <laughs> Look at that. Jose's back. I don't even know what to do. I feel all awkward and shit now. I know. I feel like people just feel like we're teasing them with Jose. Right. <laughs> Get a little Jose in your life. Everyone needs a little Jose in their life. <clears throat> he's gone. He's here, and then he's gone for a couple months, and... I think he's here to stay now. Comes back and then disappears again. And are you here to stay, Jose, or are you going to disappear? I I don't want to disappear again. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't fun. Uh, how was everyone's Halloween? Fun. I yeah. stayed on my computer. Fucking, you sound super excited about that <laughs> one. Fun. I don't know if it was between the filthy casual... <laughs> 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 trick or treaters. Costume trick or treaters, <laughs> or the forty-five-year-old trick or treaters. <laughs> trick or treat. And trick or treating is definitely different nowadays than it was when we were kids. Like my dad always says, "Remember when you'd run and get pillowcases full of candy? Yeah. You'd have two pillowcases full of fucking candy by eight o'clock at night." And I used and to take all the the my socks and stuff out of my top drawer. And you just dump mm-hmm. candy in it. Yeah. Running up and down the streets, and you knew where the good candy was. You knew who was giving out the full-size candy bars. <clears throat> and now, dude, it's just like there was, like, minimal kids. There wasn't really anyone around, or there was no effort into it. Kids coming to my door without costumes on, trick-or-treat, fucking, I'm a, a J.C. Penny shopper. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I know it's it's a lot costume. of people. Yeah, right? <laughs> Put a fucking, shirt, uh, fucking yeah. sheet over your head and cut oh, some right. eye holes out of it. At least, at least, at least like, at least, like, smear, smear some makeup below your yeah. eyes or something. Like, my daughter put, like, she put this thing on it. looked like she had, like, unzipped her skin. Oh, I've <laughs> seen that before. You've seen that? That's what she did. But a lot of, I saw, notice a lot of people, they would drive up in their car right in front of me, get out, get their kids out, trick or treat. Yeah. Give them candy, and then they get back in their car and they drive away. Yeah. Yeah. Or, so lazy. Or, or there's people walking, and there's another car just, like, the kids are, like, walking on the sidewalk, and the mom is following them in the car. <laughs> with the hazards on. lazy parent. Yeah, they didn't want to walk. But my, my neighborhood, when I first moved into it, it was dead. Like, nobody gave out candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and finally my kids were like, I don't want to trick-or-treat. So I was finally to the point where I can drink and hand out <laughs> fucking candy. Not go out. So I had to sit. And I got nervous at first because I was like, fuck, there's nobody here. Then all of a sudden it was fucking gangbusters. But like, once like 7 p.m. hit, it was gangbusters i think our first trick-or-treater was at 5 30 yesterday really that was super, that's super early that yeah super early. Was i think it was like 6 30 yeah the little kids yeah once it gets dark once the sun's just gone over that's when you start trick-or-treating yeah it kind of sucks though because you know by the time you're like old enough to really trick-or-treat you're too old to trick-or-treat yeah mm-hmm. you know no one really wants to give you candy because you know like you know, when the older kids show up, you're like, man, and you give them one piece of the shitty candy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go and away. And the little kids come, you know, you give them the better candy yeah. and shit. But that's, that kind of sucks, because by the time you can actually go and do it and have fun, you're too old to do it. You're never too old. Now you just have a job. You can buy your own fucking candy. Buy the good candy. It doesn't taste as sweet as free candy, though. I'm going to go trick-or-treat next year. <laughs> yeah? I'm going to get a motorized... Uh, Wheelchair. Scooter. <laughs> so, Be Professor X. Because, because, sure. You just get a super long, like, 
pole, so you don't even have to like go up to the door. So you just see them. have the bag at the end of the pole. Too bad I could like get something that's got like a like I could push a button. It goes and like it like extends. It's got like a net on it. I could just drop the candy in it or get a drone and fly it. Yeah, like just dude, trick or treat by drone. Yeah. It's just then they would never know how old you were. It's got an electronic voice. Trick or treat. <laughs> Drop it in. Put a just have sheet a, over it. Just have your son sit there. Trick or treat on the camera. <laughs> so you can see the little kid. It's got a little, it's got a little screen on it. <laughs> like Stan. Like Stan did in that episode of South Park. When Randy had him working at the Blockbuster. I don't know. I had one girl. I don't know if she was supposed to be Harley Quinn. But uh, she came to the door and rang it and... She looked cracked out. Like, she was really cracked out. And she was, like, 16 years old, 17 years old. And I was like, what? I was like, what are you supposed to be? She was like, oh, I'm a cracked addict. And I was like, "Ah, I guess you're starting your future employment early then. (laughs) Fucking nailed it. (laughs) I I don't know what she was supposed to be. But I I was like, are you Harley Quinn? And she was like, no, I'm a crack addict. Like, snotty. Like, she was supposed to be Harley Quinn. And I was like, well, starting employment early, I guess. I think the worst one I was telling you guys was the girl walked. She had to have been 14 or 15. And the, like I she she had her phone. She texted. Didn't even look at me. Didn't even say anything. Moved her pinky so her bag slid open and just stood there and text. And, so the, and then I dropped a piece of candy. And as soon as she heard the candy go through the bag, she walked away. It's like, fucking bitch. Dude, as a kid, there was only two holidays I lived for. Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know you're going to make out like a, a fucking bandit on Halloween for sure. Christmas, it just depends on how many siblings you have. Jose got lucky and only had one. One. Well, <laughs> I had ten years by myself, so that was good. But then after that, it kind of sucked. Yeah, it was probably a harder adjustment after ten years. Now I'm getting fucked. Now I'm getting close. <laughs> I don't want this shit. You know why to die before you fuck me, <laughs> Mama Changa? We need to get Jose a playmate. But isn't it funny when when you're a kid you want a toy, but now that you're older you're like, I guess shirts and shoes no, 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 will be fine. No, no, not like that. Dude, I was the other day. I was like, when I was a I kid, I still want toys. When I was a kid, I never wanted to take a nap, and now that I'm an adult, I'm like, fuck, I want to take a nap. <laughs> I live to take naps. It's like the highlight of my day. Because you don't still know how bastard. fucking no, you just don't know how shitty life is until you become an adult, <laughs> right? <laughs> you have to pay bills. Just right? the fact it has wears you and, out. Yeah, yeah, you have to work a shitty job to pay shitty bills. <laughs> shitty bills. <laughs> shitty bills. <laughs> Not city bills. Yeah, shitty bills. Shitty bills. At my work, they're trying to promote uh, good gestures towards the other people. You know, they're trying to they're trying to make people. Like oh, they're trying to make it less of a hostile work environment? Yes. Is that lady who, who sleeps all the time was still so, there? The what? The lady who sleeps all the time still there? No. No. The one who quit and then went back and then quit? and no, The Stinson effect. Left, comes back, leaves, comes back, leaves, comes back. But they're trying to promote, like, they're trying to figure out ways to, you know, bonuses, gift cards, movie passes, stuff to make people... You know, seem more appreciated at work, you know, because, you know, the paycheck part sometimes just isn't enough, you know. You know, and I was like, so now everybody's like in this. Uh, it's so funny because the same guy that throws you under the bus, you know, Friday is now, you know, this guy does a great job because now everybody's in this mm-hmm. in this 
like I get something for nothing. Yeah, fucking. like they think if we start like if these people are starting to think if they like give everybody compliments and stuff, they're gonna get like movie passes and a raise or something. So everybody's like So now all these dumbass emails are flying <laughs> around my work. You're doing a great job, you know, you know, fucking Friday you were talking shit. Quick delete. <laughs> I just think it's funny how, you know, once one person at this company says something, like, you know, the boss, the owner says, we need to be nicer to each other, and all of a sudden everyone's kissing each other's asses. Well, in an age where you got people shooting up the fucking place everywhere you go, you turn. Give everybody candy so they're Yeah, you shit. gotta fucking make everyone's life a little bit better so that way they're not fucking shooting up the place. You know when you keep people happy at a job? You fucking give them more money. Right? Yeah. More money and less hours. That's what people want. People want people want raises. People yeah. want more money. People want bonuses. People don't want to go. You know what? You, they don't want movie tickets. They want you to give you more money so you can buy movie tickets. Yeah. And popcorn. My old boss, um, my old position, she would give tickets to people who would get like uh, best, you know, employee of the month. And that was cool that, you know, other than what I paid or what, what I got paid, I got the extra you know, bonus of movie I mean, tickets. Well, we I all mean, know you're a cheap bastard, so you love free anything. Right. Well, especially movie tickets. I mean, tickets. Get free stuff is cool, too, but just just pay people. Just give people more money. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't mind getting free shit. Everyone likes free shit. It's like when you go to the basketball game. Who doesn't game like free shit? And they're fucking they're shooting shirts. shirts out of the cannon. You mm-hmm. never see them fucking... Everybody fucking, blows up. Fucking men fucking smashing little kids <laughs> in seats to fucking climb over them to get a fucking... A t-shirt that's two sizes too small for them. <laughs> it's like... Getting a foul ball in baseball, dude, like gets it from the little kid, and the kids in there crying, and he's like, ah, fucking showing it off on TV. I remember I finally, you know, I've, I'm never one of those people that get like shirts and stuff, and as they throw shit out. I remember I was at a basketball game with a few of my friends, and I finally caught a shirt. I was stoked, and my buddy was like, "You should give that to my brother." I was <laughs> like, "Why? Why? <laughs> it's his first basketball game." I said, "It's the first time I got a fucking shirt for free. <laughs> I'm not giving him fucking shit." Been yeah. going to. Sh- these games oh, for he 20 years. It. I don't fucking care what he fucking did. He should have fucking caught it then. Yeah. <laughs> and then he spilled his beer on the guy in front of him and said, Don't worry, next one's on me. And smacked his back. Oh. <laughs> the brother or the, the guy the who brother pitched? did. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's fucked up. It's, it was kind of funny. Oh, man. Patted his wet back. Don't worry, next one's <laughs> on me. I never had that. Every time someone spilled a beer on me, they're like, "Oh man, let me let me pay you back for that." Or they never do. What they do? Buy you a beer? No, buy me a shirt. Really? I was at a Detroit Tigers game when I was a kid, <clears throat> and it was opening day. They poured that Michigan water on. <coughs> no, yeah. Disintegrated this dude away. dropped. This dude spilled his whole <laughs> beer down my shirt. back, and I turned around and looked at him, and my dad looked at him, and he was like. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm giving me fifty dollars for a fucking new shirt. Nice. Just buy a Detroit Lions shirt. I don't remember what I bought. With or Tigers. I don't remember he what I bought. With it, probably. <laughs> he bought a toy. Probably. He bought a. He bought an X Men comic book. Probably. Yeah. Probably bought a toy with it. <laughs> or some roller hockey gear or something. But I can't picture you playing roller hockey. Oh, dude, I loved roller hockey when Did I was you a play kid. On top of the on top of the quick stop. No. Oh. <laughs> tennis courts, man. Tennis courts. <laughs> He's not supposed to be at work today. Yep, not supposed to be here today. <laughs> I just can't picture you. I can't picture you running around with the, the, the hockey stick and rollerblades. Yep, did I used to so love playing roller hockey. I just, I, with your, uh, I don't know who the Detroit. Red Wings. Wings. Is it the Red Wings? Mm-hmm. I was going to say the Devils, but I think that's uh, Jersey. New Jersey, <laughs> yeah. 
No, Colorado Avalanche. That's your team? That was my team when I was younger, yeah. Why? Because they were winners? No, because they had a, <laughs> a, well, yeah, that too, but they had a, a goaltender. I used to be a huge fan of goaltenders, and they had a goaltender named Patrick Waugh that was, like, my favorite goaltender. So. Is that what they actually call him as a goaltender? Yeah. Uh, goalie. Mm-hmm. But and then as I got older, it kind of, you know, once I got older, it kind of washed away to, you know, the Red Wings and my because pa- they were family. they on TV? No, it's just because it was local and it was my dad's team. And as I got older and was sitting there watching with him and started rooting for, for them, it just kind of changed. And now I kind of just, I'm just a fan of the game now. So you just watch whoever? Mm-hmm. I like the Coyotes for the most part, but. I cheer for the Red Wings. I, w- <laughs> I went to a couple games when the when the arena first opened. Hockey games are fun. Uh, the only thing I don't like is if you get up and you come back down and shit's going on and you gotta wait. Yeah. Hockey rules. You can't go sit down. Just fucking let me go sit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's stupid. Gotta wait to the whistle. God damn. Also, I said it on time when she tried to do that and she was like, gotta wait to the whistle. Why? The puck flies. Dude, we are on the top deck. There's no puck flying up here. Oh, is that what it's for? Yeah, it's because if the puck comes off the ice, it's it's a safety measure, yeah. I just thought it was so you didn't block people's view. No. I thought it was just a respect thing. No, it's supposed to be safety. I just thought, I don't know. How many times has the puck flown up there? I I don't know. It goes over the glass a lot, but I don't think it's ever going to make it up there. It's not going to make it to the nosebleeds? No. Unless they're shooting up there. <laughs> if you're in section 224, <laughs> row I, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Actually, our, our hockey arena is, uh, there's not very bad seats in there. Like, most of the seats are pretty good in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I went there to watch uh, Monster Trucks. The only problem with that, there wasn't enough ventilation. Oh, jeez. And I was sitting up front and I was really? like, <laughs> Like choking on exhaust. Like, oh. University of Phoenix Stadium is a nice venue too. Isn't that really bad? I still wish it was called the Pink Taco. They <laughs> should have awesome. won that. Well, they almost won, then then they're like, no, we're not going to name that. <laughs> we can't call it the Pink Taco. It's yeah. fucking awesome. It's because we got to be, got to be in, I think, China where they actually go with it. Why is there a Pink Taco there? No, it was. Um, Something and they had a baby gorilla and they named it Harambe McHarambe face <laughs> <laughs> because that's what won. So that shit's Bodie McBoat face. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's so fucking funny. People are stupid, man. Well, of course. Yeah. That's a dumb name. I'm voting for it. Bodie McBoat face. <laughs> I'm so pissed that I didn't win. I'm still mad about it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dive into this week's. Show here. Nothing happens to you guys later. Yeah, yeah. Episode 105. 105. 105 of just this show. We're fucking racking them up. If you've never listened to this show, this is our uh, weekly podcast where we just kind of re- review all the things going on in in the community, in the geek and nerd wor- world, news, TV shows, things like that. Um, <clears throat> so why don't we go ahead and kick it off with our uh, review of uh, episode two of The Walking Dead. Titled The Wall, or The Well, the sorry. Well. The Well. The Wall. <clears throat> the Wall. I think that's Pink Floyd. Yeah. I thought it was good. It was, I, you know what, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. Pink Floyd, I love Journey. Right? Fuck, <laughs> it's just great. Um, I liked it. It was good. It was nice. It, it, it gave us a break to settle back into, you know, 
what The Walking Dead's going to be. It's, you know, it's not, you know, we know it's not going to be this hardcore, exciting, gory season. This one kind of, I think it, it slowed us back down. A little too much fucking Morgan for me. Mm. It just seems like the, 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 the Morgan episodes that concentrate with him seem to like... Drag on. Yeah, it seemed to kind of... It, it was still a good episode, but it just seemed like the... It seemed to like put a lot... You know, which yeah. they're you know they're introducing Ezekiel, they're introducing the kingdom, they were and Shiva, and they introduced Shiva, the shadowless tiger. <laughs> um, I finally did see the iron, in yeah. the fire. Yeah, was it before or after Andy posted it on Facebook though? It was. I was looking at the wrong spot. I was looking in the previews. I wasn't looking in the credits, the mm-hmm. opening credits. It was after Andy posted it. Okay. And I didn't see it. I didn't see it last week. Mm-hmm. Like, because Andy even had said he was like, "Dude, you 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 mentioned his bat, but you didn't mention the iron in the fire." Mm-hmm. But I I did see it. To everyone out there, when they do Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you see the top of Lucille, actually yeah. that the bottom, the handle, and you see an iron sitting in a fire. Yeah, which is kind of cool because if you know if you know the backstory to that, he actually burns Dwight. With it, which is kind of his cool. face is all fucked up. Yeah, but I thought it was. I hope a, they show that too. I, I I hope they flash back and show it too because I mean they're showing the iron, <laughs> and that's that's a cool tease. But you know, like me and Andy were talking about, I wonder, like you you watched the opening credits to The Walking Dead, but like I didn't notice the iron. That was two episodes. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Like I wonder whatever little like minute like things are in it that you don't really pay attention to because you know it's just theme music <clears throat> and you know it's just the credits with everybody's name. Mm-hmm. Away from there. You know what I mean? You kind of that's your moment to you know you you're scrolling your last time through Facebook or you're you know sending your last message to see if everyone's you know walking watching The Walking Dead or whatever you know or you run up to get a drink real quick because it's just the credits. So I wonder what else is. Making food or yeah or whatever you know whatever little Easter eggs are in that whole opening of The Walking Dead now so now I'm gonna like watch it like a hawk and then I'm gonna figure out there's fucking shit. It's not like Lost where they would dissect every scene, you know everything that they would say they they would dissect everything. They don't do that with Walking Dead. The Walking Dead gets dissected pretty good. We dissect it. Yeah, I mean, and he gets dissected pretty good on the internet. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it introduced the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Well, the circus. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting though. Like <clears throat> a lot of articles are saying that the introduction of Ezekiel and the kingdom is the shot in the arm that the Walking Dead is needed, and that Ezekiel is a fresh, he's a fresh breath of air, and on that show, which well, I can see something different. Yeah, he's a different character. He's very. A very theatrical character, like, but he's, he's not that theatrical in the comic. No, I mean he is to a point, but not like, like even did you watch the the Talking Dead? No, watch like part he of it. actually modeled it after he modeled that character after like his uncle, mm-hmm. who was in a film major or no, he was a or, janitor. No, but it, oh no, the way he talks. Yeah, it was theatrical. The way he talks, yeah, yeah, but he was like a janitor, and that's where he like got the inspiration to actually like. Make his production of talking like a theatrical, but I I really it was it was it was a breath of fresh air and I th- I think what makes it such a breath of fresh air breath of it a breath of breath fresh of air, air. <laughs> is that um he sounded like a larper 
<laughs> yes, he did. Right. <clears throat> he was role-playing his ass off. Yeah, he was. <laughs> the last two episodes of The Walking Dead, the season finale, and then the season premiere, were very... Was it the se- are you sure it was the season premiere, Kyle? Now that I don't have a few drinks to me, <laughs> I now know that it is not. But the end of season six into season seven, mm. no mid-series breaks there, just a season break. Okay. Um, they were very intense episodes. So to to come into the kingdom with the you you're seeing life almost how we seen Alexandria very sheltered very it's 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 very closed off they're all wearing sports authority hockey gear <laughs> they're sh- they're nice and shiny now <laughs> but you know what i mean they're they're and it it was it's for as intense as the last two episodes were to have something as light as the kingdom, it was, it was. It was nice to see. It. It's nice to have a different kind of character. We all know that he's a badass. You know what I mean? He's got a very. He's playing a very important role <clears throat> in everything that's coming up. Well, let's yeah. kind of break down a little bit because we've been called the gurus of The Walking Dead, the <laughs> the Walking Dead Bible, essentially. And that's what I say. It's by a some, yeah, break. <laughs> by some of our listeners. So let's kind of break down for people. Who maybe not don't read the comic like we do, who King Ezekiel actually is, and that he's what a lot of people aren't going to understand is that he's actually a very important part to the Walking Dead storyline. Yes, from here on out, <clears throat> he is, he was a zookeeper, and he's known Shiva since she was a kitten or a pup, whatever you want to call it, a cub. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean it's it's pretty much the same in the comic as it was in the show. She got hurt. Yep. He took care of her, and they've kind of had that mutual respect. Um, she eventually meets her demise, and it's kind of his fault. Right. But but, um, but we've got a while <clears throat> before that happens. One of the noticeable differences I noticed from the character in the comic to the show. I mean, he's got the dreads. He's got the. He's not wearing his shirt with the stars on. Yes, his he is. Was he? Yes, he is. I didn't see him wearing it. Um, it's just, it's the... It's not the blue shirt with the yellow stars. It is. It's it's a very faint blue shirt with the yellow stars. Go back and rewatch. I'm going to have to. Um, his sword and his, his cane. He had a super long cane, but the sword wasn't that long. Oh, that's genetics. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was more with that. <laughs> <laughs> but the cane sword wasn't as long as it should have been, which is fine, but... Um, and Michonne not being his lover. Yes, that's the other thing. You, is figure, that, you picked it up really quick that Carol is his booty. Yes, in the you comic. Think so? Oh yeah, dude, he shows up at her house at the end of the episode. Yeah, like she's, and in the com, you know, in the comic, because of all you Rick Schoen fucking bastards want to scream <laughs> that you want Rick Schoen together, they went that route instead of putting Michonne with Ezekiel. Ezekiel, like the comic book fans want, because it's it's actually a very can you imagine when they're impactful. doing it, like their dreads are slapping each other? Yeah, <laughs> it's a very impactful they get, and they get tied together and and, <laughs> and dynamic relationship yeah. that they have, and it it actually is a big plot line. And that's part of why uh, Michonne, you don't see Michonne for a while in the comic. It causes too. it causes yeah. a lot of dissension between Michonne and Rick later on, and it's kind of interesting that they gave Andrea's storyline to Michonne. And then they're giving Michonne's storyline to Carol. Yeah. Sort of. It's just weird. And it's fu- Carol was funny in that whole episode. 
She was so her fake. fake. Yeah. yeah, and he saw right through. Well, he did not at first, but don't bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah, he figured it out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. She was. He was waiting for her to fucking steal an apricot and bounce. <laughs> but that's that's what Ezekiel was. Is he was. He didn't want to be leader. People kind of just turned to him, so he kind of just took it upon himself. And it's like Rick. Yeah, I think it's the same thing with Negan. There's somebody needs to step up. He has a very big disdain for Negan in the comic book. Um, they haven't really shown the relationship yet, but he's actually really good friends with Jesus mm-hmm. from Hilltop. Yeah, and it's kind of Jesus is the one that kind of tells Rick about Gabriel and or not, Ezekiel, not Gabriel, Ezekiel, and then. It's kind of a mixture of Ezekiel and Jesus that kind of get Rick out of feeling like a victim and deciding that they're going to start rebelling against Negan and stand up and overthrow him because that's kind of what Ezekiel's looking for. And that's why Morgan and Carol are so important to him is because they face these people. He thinks that they can be an asset to him when when fighting the... The saviors. Yeah. So what they don't know is that they don't know what just happened and that they're not as <laughs> they're not that big of a help as he thinks they are. But I thought I mean I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I don't really I didn't really care for the the Morgan teaching the kid. I I didn't care for any of that. Mm-hmm. And the books. Or the book thing. Yeah, I didn't really care for much of that. Did the book look bigger in his bag than when he handed it to him? Yeah, it looked like it looked like one of the little travel size exactly. Bibles. I was like, "What mm-hmm. the hell?" You know, well, you know, things they... look more bigger when they appear, you know, in the mirror. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you can't tell that to girls. It doesn't work. <laughs> I swear it was bigger when I was looking at it earlier. <laughs> we all kind of have a little Deadpool hand. <laughs> but I mean. It was a good episode, though. It really was. Well, it kind of... You know, I just... I don't like Morgan. I don't like the guy that plays him. I, I don't... So anything that has too much Morgan in it... I like when Morgan's in it for a couple minutes. I like this Morgan. Little doses. I like... Yes. I like the Morgan now, where he's kind of switched places with Carol. He understands that there's going to come a time where he has to do what he has to do. He doesn't like to kill, but he knows he's going to have to kill at some point. Like, he, he pulled that gun out pretty fucking Yeah, quick. he did, yeah, and it, it was second nature to mm-hmm. him, and that's kind of why he stopped, and he was like, oh, man, like, he, he he can do it, as we've seen when he saved Carol, but he doesn't want to do yeah. it. And what do you think, how kind of, I'm assuming that, that the saviors are going to find out that they're eating tainted meat. Uh, I think that's that's kind of cool, though, that they did that way. Remember, was it Bob when he got bit and then they, they fucking or, cooked his Or egg? Dale in the comics. Yeah. Because Dale got Bob's death. Or Bob got Dale's death. Yeah. So. But yeah, you're eating tainted meat, you stupid bastards. Because, I mean, they cooked They put it on the fire. Remember, they, they cooked it and stuff. And mm-hmm. So I wonder, I wonder if, like, a high temperature kills the... Uh, because there's been no talk about what happens if you eat if you're a human and you eat tainted flesh. Yeah. There's it doesn't there's been no like or cooked. Yeah. Like because I'm starting to think it's not the bite that kills you; it's the fact that everyone's infected. So when you're wounded, your body is trying to fix itself, and when it's doing that, that's when the flesh infects taking over, and your body yeah. can't regulate. So, so I mean, you know, like high temperature burns off. 
Well, it's just because, like, in the comic, Negan Negan rubs the, the barbed wire bat or Lucille and gets it all mm-hmm. infected. I think they did it in the arrows, too. Yeah. Or the swords. Yeah. And they got the one that cut Rick. He did it with that, and then Rick he never turned. Hmm. I think Rick's just a badass, and he's lucky. We're just jumping ahead for all these people here. Right. Disregard that. It doesn't happen. <laughs> but if you want to know more about Ezekiel and you want to see his first appearance, Walking Dead 108, it's about a $40 book right now. Yeah, it ju- it was a $20 book on Saturday. Yeah. By Monday morning. I'd probably say by Sunday night after the episode, it was mm-hmm. a $40 fucking book. I like that really? at Sunday night. It was like 40 to 60 bucks, depending on yeah. condition. So. It's like the X-23 book. Dude, that book is insane right now. It's a thousand dollars if it's a nine point eight or higher. Yeah, really? That's yeah. It's a thousand dollars just because of her appearance in the. Well, I mean, it's been an expensive book. It's been a six hundred dollar book. Well, when I first bought it, it was like sixty dollars. Like that's how for the last last year, maybe longer. It's been a six hundred dollar book, like a nine point eight. It's been a six hundred graded nine point eight. It's been a six hundred dollar book. And then, up until recently, it went from a six hundred dollar book to a thousand dollar book. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Mine's like a six hundred dollar book. It's raw. It's crazy. I like it raw. <laughs> oh baby, I like it raw. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, I yeah, <laughs> it's just, I just think that I think that is crazy though. Just you know, and just like we were talking about, well, why didn't the first appearance of Negan shoot up like that? Now the second print book. 9.8 of the first appearance of Negan, it's that's a $250 book. Hmm. Because the print run for that second print, uh, the second print where he's on the cover holding the bat, mm-hmm. it's a print run of 19000 hmm. And that's why it's so much. The original 100. And that that remember, printed a lot. I think it was like, because there's like, what, 10 different covers. Yeah. I think the print one was over one million books oh, of all the covers. Was it Image? <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> Stupid. Early or er, early nineties Image. But well, I mean, only the fact that this that was issue one hundred is really where the Walking Dead started taking off because yeah. the show has already the, the first season had already kicked in. It had already started to get popular, and you were right on the tail. You were right on the tails of season two. Yes. Uh, the start of season two, once SG one hundred came out, yeah. So it was it was getting popularity and it, because that was right around where the print runs really took off for The Walking Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that issue one hundred that had so many covers, and then they they went back down to the you know to, to eighty thousand copies. Yeah. But th- that's why that first appearance. That's why like the the second and third because the. You can the only covers. the sec the connecting covers. It's second print except for issue one hundred. It's third print, because mm-hmm. the second print was you know, and that connecting cover is still going for over two hundred dollars as well, ungraded. Jeez, it's just because the the print run on those connecting covers was only like, I think it was like fourteen thousand. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. But that's just comic books. That's what that's what speculators do to comic books. Yeah. They they speculate on it, and then once these characters hit, they people start buying them up. Mm-hmm. So, but Walking Dead, very good episode. It was it was a very good episode. Yeah, makes it me. Was. I can't wait for. I mean, I think it's this whole good, season's gonna be good. It's a good intro to the kingdom. It really was. 
Because you got that small hint, you know, before Negan smashed Glenn. Before he fucks it up. You know, where they were helping Carol, you know, and then now you have them. And with fucking Jesus, uh, is, what's his name? His fucking sidekick, the guy that stands oh, with Ezekiel. Yeah. Jesus? I no, it's not name. Jesus. I can't remember I his can't, name, though. That dude's fucking funny. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was really funny. I always stay in shouting distance. Deuces. Deuces. Peace out. <laughs> he he reminds me of like a like a jolly guy. Reminds me of Hurley from Lost. But I like I mean like Carol was like you know how to act like it was a circus and stuff and you know it just it really reminded me of well because her it's all fake it's a a pipe dream it's not real because it was kind of like how they were when they walked into Alexandria there was a bunch of sheltered people. Mm-hmm. Where everybody's just kind of going amongst their lives, and there's just this small group who are going out and actually dealing with what's really going on out in the you know in the world. So, but no, I think you know the king. I mean, you all know the kingdom plays a huge Jerry. part. Same as Jerry. Jerry. I mean, there's a time when uh, Morgan is talking to Morgan is talking to to Carol right after meeting Ezekiel, and you have those kids that like come out of the classroom. I was like, damn, Tyrone's got a fresh white t-shirt in the zombie apocalypse. Because the dude came out with the brightest fucking white t-shirt I've ever seen in my life. Hey, man, but they, they're, they're established. They had no laundry, fucking, no washing your clothes in the creek. You can get your shirt that damn white. They ain't washing shit in the creek. They got, they, they got fucking, they got those boards. Yeah, the wash, wash boards. boards. <laughs> but we don't know, well, in the show, we don't know their expertise, like, the, the everybody who's at the kingdom, we don't know their expertise like for fighting. Well, everyone has got the big five hockey gear on. Hmm. They're considered knights. Yes. Yeah. And they're supposed to be fi- good fighters. That's what that one kid's dad was. He was a knight and yeah. mm-hmm. the best fighter in uh, the best fighter in the kingdom. Until he fucking died. Until he got fucking. Yes, into his up. death. But I, I I I really liked it though. I really like The Walking Dead. I, I really grow in the like season five. <laughs> it it does a good job of spreading out how widespread Negan is. Yeah, because he's yeah he's really yeah he I mean he's engulfed every area. Like, it really lets you know that, like Alexandria was the last untouched area by him. And Rick fucked that up. Yes, he did. Thank he you, Rick. Could, if they've never, they could have kept that shit to themselves. And it's not bubble. I blame on them going to Hilltop. Mm-hmm. Them meeting Jesus was the downfall of uh, of them meeting Negan. Because if they wouldn't have never met him, they never would have made it to Hilltop. And they still just would have been self-contained. And You would have think he would show up it, it eventually. Would, they, yeah, it would have, eventually they would have came, but it would just... It would knock on the door. I can't wait till the next one where you see him fucking rapping at the chamber door. <laughs> Easy Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> rap, rap. Uh, Edgar Allan Bro. But, I mean, I hope next episode is a little more aggressive. More Negan. More Negan, a little more aggressive. More Rick crying. We, we got, yes. <laughs> we had our, we had our. He's a bad crier. Easy read episode. Yes, he is a bad crier. <laughs> yeah. Almost as bad as Norman Reedus. <laughs> I think, uh. <laughs> Those crunchy face. <laughs> they got to work on their lemon face. <laughs> lemon face. Ooh. <laughs> but I, I think we got our we got our fresh breath. We got our calm down after fucking 
some of our favorite characters were fucking killed. Yeah. But now we need to get back into it, and Negan's reign really needs to start, and we really need to see the effect that it takes on everybody so that so that Alexandria Hilltop and Kingdom can come together and form their plan. Mm-hmm. And that's I so I really want to see maybe that's that, the end of the this season. What all out war? Just like starting that, like involving. yeah, because this the rest of this whole season will be. I think all the way up to the mid series break, I think it's going to be the reign of Negan, mm-hmm. and then after that will be the planning of the takedown of Negan, and then the next season will be all out war. Mm-hmm. Because that's what fifth. I mean, but that's only 15 issues. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I honestly think that all, I think All Out War will be the what finishes the season. And then the time jump will happen between the end of seven and eight where they're Rick's older. And I'm really hoping that they, they, the show, because they already, the comic. they just, um, they just cast a new girl. Oh, the, for chick, season, from, the chick from Arrow. From season eight, for season eight. So my yeah. automatically thought is Magna. Yeah, because they show her. Did you see the pictures of her? Mm-hmm. She's got the gun and stuff. So, that's what so like that do. was like my automatic thought was Magna or Alpha. I don't think they no. introduced Alpha that early. No, but Magna. But I think yeah, I think if they don't, I mean, I guess I guess coming back from the mid the mid season break would be a good would be all out. I guess it could be all out war. And I can't remember who said it though, <clears throat> if it was. One of the producers, or if it was Jeffrey D. Morgan himself, his contract is open ended. Like it's not Negan's. Not, I mean, Negan's going to be around for the long haul. From I think it was Charlie Adlard that said it, or either Adlard or or um, one of the directors said that Negan is here for the long haul. So, well, I mean, he's still in the comic, right? right? Exactly. I mean, so he's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. I mean, we're at the Whisper War now in the comic books, and they're. Yeah. I mean, Negan is in the middle of battle, mm-hmm. like fighting next to, to to Dwight. You know, yeah. we just lost Lucille. You're gonna get in a little bit of that. I think too in the previews for the next episode, you're gonna get in a little bit of that dissension in the ranks between Dwight and and uh, Negan. I, I mean, I that's that's why I really like the idea of them taking away Daryl. I think they're gonna slowly take him out of the picture because Dwight has to switch sides. <laughs> he has to. I don't like the guy that cast for Dwight. Uh, he looks like a weasel. I mean, it's not too bad. But yep. he has he has to make all this fall into place. He has to switch sides. Mm-hmm. So Daryl has to. They can't. They can't have Daryl and Dwight. Daryl's but Daryl's got plot armor, man. He's not going anywhere. I don't know. I I I think he's going to like. I don't know if he's going to go rogue, or he's going to fucking. I think I don't know what, but he they they both there can't be a Daryl and a Dwight. I mean, one of them has to go. One's good, one's bad. You and don't not necessarily. I don't see why you think one of them has to go. One of them has to go. Mm. You can't have two of the same character on the same side. They're the same character. Yeah, but they they they're the same fucking character. Yeah, but Dwight is the is is. But is a you can if you split them up. If because in the comics. You know, Maggie goes to run Hilltop. Um, Michonne ends up taking over the kingdom. Rick stays in Alexandria, and then they have the other communities. I mean, he could go there. You know, it, it. He Dwight could stay at the community or at Alexandria as as Dwight as Dwight, and you know, Daryl goes off and starts taking and up his own. 
It just died. <laughs> Whatever. He could go be a boondock saint. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I mean, I just, I don't... Watch Dwight... Daryl's a great character, don't get me wrong. Dwight's a good character. Dwight's going to be he's a bad... He, he's a badass. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. But he has to switch sides, and he has to come over to fucking Team Rick. I, I just don't think... I just don't... And they've already built this. There's already this animosity from Dwight to Daryl. They've already built this chemistry of... Those motherfuckers they do not each like each other at yeah. all. You know what I mean? They have mm-hmm. already... There's... I just don't see them playing well with each other. Right. And I just... I don't see Daryl going off to run Hilltop, because that's what Maggie does. I don't see him... I guess I could see him going to... To run the kingdom, I guess, but I don't. I don't see that. Maybe they'll go. He'll go run Daryl Town. <laughs> Daryl Town. <laughs> Population, you bro. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough Walking Dead talk. I mean, we pretty much killed it. I wonder how many people are sick of it listening to talk about Walking Dead. Nobody, because Walking Dead's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, let's get into some, to some news and topics this week. What uh, else is going on? R.L. Stein writing comics for Marvel. What do you think about that? Is it going to be called Vision Goosebumps? I don't know. R.L. Stein, author of the young adult horror Logan stories, Goosebumps? best known for Goosebumps franchise, announced via a Reddit AMA that he is writing a series for Marvel. I mean, he's a writer. What What does it matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he, like well, he's a, another writer. He's a very I, he's notable himself. writer. Yes, he's he, niched He's written bu- one book, one series. No, he's got a ton of series. I mean, he's most famous for the, the shit ton of Goosebumps. Goosebumps, Goosebumps books, books and, yeah. But, I mean, and the show. Yeah, and the got, movies. The Goosebump movies. Yeah. But, but A lot who, of young adult what, horror. What, he's a writer. That's his job is to write. Mm-hmm. What does it matter if it's Goosebumps or Marvel? What's yeah. what's the difference? That's well, his, his job is to write. Just because he's niched himself as, as to, like, a, a, a child scary writer. You know what I mean? Like a... Like a well, do you think he'll take over a current series, or do you think he'll get a, a new series? I think they'll give him this this new series called Goosebumps. No. <laughs> I think they give I him I was thinking new... Marvel Zombies. No. No. You think so? No. I don't know. I don't... I mean, maybe. I'm not going to 100% say no to it, but... Yeah. I think... I would like him to do something completely not him. That would be... That would be cool. Like... Be out of the left Maybe field. they can do his own. He can do vision. You know, what I mean, you know, that just got done with. I don't know even know the ending of it, what Tom King did with it, but oh, that ended. Vision ended. Yeah. Oh. The last issue was like last month. Hmm. So did A Force. But I mean, he. I mean, they're 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 they're, they're already switching gears for Marvel now, and they're already starting to you know introduce it. I mean, they didn't you, Civil War. You know, give him fucking Spider Man. Tired of fucking. Dance Swat lot. Right in mm-hmm. anyway, fuck. Let, let him write fucking Spider Man. Fucking, let him fucking give the. I'm tired of reading, Dan write Spider Man. I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing it so long. I, it's I would, stale. It, I think it would be refreshing to have somebody else do it. I think that's what Marvel needs to do to shake it up. DC is killing it still with Rebirth, to shake it up. Marvel needs to bring in fresh, unheard of talent, and let them, let them go to town. Or just, or just switch everything up a little bit, like, but yeah, give, give let's give give some. You're right, give some new people. Yeah, some uh, fresh blood. Yeah, let someone new in there. You know what? Let Dan write fucking something else. What do you think, Jose? You're awfully quiet over there. Right. I'm just listening. To, listening. Um, I don't know. I think 
I think you're, you're a new Marvel team, guy. a new team for him would be better. You know, just I don't know what team would be out there for him, but imagine if they had Red Deadpool. <laughs> oh jeez. It could be like a, a universal monsters type thing. Yeah, just any anything really. I I mean I think it would be a f- breath of fresh air even for him just to write something completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let him write not on the not horror. horror. Yeah, let him write X Men. Let him <laughs> write anything. Yeah. Honestly, I would pick up the first few issues. I would be curious as to what R.L. Stein would write. Yeah, you're gonna buy that book is gonna sell comics on the name alone. Yeah. Like the, at least the first five issues are going to sell. But people are expecting on. the horror from yeah. him. I think people are going into not you know yeah, it, expecting that, but not expecting it at the same time. Like okay, we know this guy writes kid horror books. Yeah, I mean that's that's his. Niche. <clears throat> they could take an, he could take someone like Wolverine, Old Man Logan, and completely give you a different side of his backstory, a more dramatic, fear horror filled side to his like. He could write Spider Gwen story, <laughs> you know. Right, where he wants to die. A more savage kind of side of Wolverine, or X twenty three even, or, or a savage Gwenpool. Because you know the X twenty three has this tortured background, but I don't think they've actually really dove in into yeah, it. They did. They did. What? Well, Wasn't what? she a prostitute? Target X and uh, all that. She was a prostitute and stuff too. Yeah, X twenty or NYX. Yeah, she was but, like a fetish prostitute. Nice. For stretching and. But I mean, there's there's. A plethora of books. And you know what? As the way Marvel is right now, anything would be a breath of fucking fresh air for mm-hmm. them. I mean, for actually for us as the reader. Yeah. yeah. Because they have gotten so stale that I, I I don't see a lot of... When I go to my local comic book store, I don't see... I see stacks of Marvel. I actually, I don't even think they order as many Marvel now as I used to. But I don't see when, you know, I'm standing in line and people have their books. I don't see as many Marvel books in there. I think people have really pulled away from it. And I think bringing in fresh new blood, I think that is what Marvel needs. Because right now, to me, they're flatlining. Yeah. There's really nothing. All the events. There's really nothing there right now. And they really need to bring some players in because I, I mean, I would I would really like a nice new Amazing Spider-Man run. Yeah, like it's the slot last couple at, runs of it have been sh- since Superior Spider-Man. It's been yeah, shit. that's what I'm saying. Slot peaked at Superior, and then and after even that, in the middle of Superior, he you you felt it, it you know, yeah. towards the end of Superior, like Superior was great. It was, I loved it. He you could tell he ran out. And he kind of. Well, that's how Slot's always been. He yes. starts a, he starts an event strong, and then can't finish it. He it's the or same way that in the bedroom. <laughs> he can't finish strong, and some people have that same complaint about Brian Michael Bendis that he starts an event and carries it all the way, and then it it just fizzles out. I think Brian Michael Bendis, for the most part, man, I think he fucking he's spot on. There's a couple times you're like, eh. yeah, but for the most part, Civil War two, right. But for the most part, man, that motherfucker is spot on. I like that. I have, maybe he should write Spider-Man. Because hmm. he kills it with fucking Miles. Yeah. Maybe he should give Amazing a run. I was thinking with Batman, like, you know, off topic. Like, everything that... The Dark Knight? We don't, we don't go off topic on the show. We stay on topic. Everything that he was going through was like a dream. What? Like, everything that he thought, like, Like Harley, a fever dream? No, like, like the Joker, the like, fever dream. <laughs> oh, you mean like it's all the just the characters that are. He's and he's really crazy. Yeah. Because he, you know, he thought everybody had like 
superpowers and I think Marvel should they should pre birth <laughs> <laughs> and they should go back. Pre birth. <laughs> Maybe they could call it uh After birth. There we go. <laughs> Marvel after birth. Uh. You got DC's rebirth and you got Marvel after birth. <laughs> uh. But yeah. I I I'd, I'd encourage it. Man, you know, like, I'm pissed at Marvel's, because you know how they've had all these hip-hop variants for, like, the last, like, what, year and a half? And they're bringing them back again. They're bringing them back, and the, it, it, it you have to order, like, 2,000% more than you all normally would to get, because I want the Fool Killer uh, hip-hop variant cover, because mm-hmm. it's the Great Malenko. It's insane clown posse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I went to my local comic book store like months ago. I was like, all right, fool killer, hip hop variant. I want that shit in my box. They're like, we're not going to be able to get it. I was like, why? They said, we have to order 2,000% of what we normally. They're fully in the market. Of fool killer. So, so whatever our top, whatever they said, whatever their top uh, titles were. So if they ordered. 300 of a title they'd have to order 2,000 percent more jeez jesus just to get the one cover mm-hmm. that's, that's crazy insane. and i was like so it would be like a 700 card book you know what i mean well that's what happened with the noto covers that i wanted they had to order certain amounts mm-hmm. per like per like was it the first or the ones before it they had to order so much amount so they can get the cover so i'm hoping i'm hoping that like, maybe at hopefully Midtown or somewhere will have a few of them for a decent amount, and I might be able to, or maybe Mile High, Yeah. some of the big boys that are going to be able to order 2,000% and be able to, you know, sit on that inventory. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how much would that make that one variant, then? I don't know. That's a, a lot. lot of money. It's a, fun, it's a cool cover, too, because it's the Great Malenko, you know? it's I don't know. I like ICP. and Go Hatcher Man. It's just the fact that that ICP, you know, they had their own comic, but to see them as a hip hop variant, I think, yeah. is really cool. All right, uh, the Flash loses another director over creative differences. Ugh. I think the stress of making these superhero movies is fucking starting to take its toll. I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. God, how would you pronounce that name? In red, Rick. Famuma. <laughs> That's what I was Bless thinking. You. Director Rick F- Famuma yeah. uh, has exited the project that was already deep into pre-production. Um, what does that over mean? What, he, what does that even mean? Pre-production is like getting set up before you film. So scouting locations, uh, getting everything ready so to like go. So they were, like they were finalizing everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, over what he calls creative differences. He was quoted as saying, when I, approach, when I was approached by Warner Brothers in D.C. with the possibility of directing The Flash... I was excited about the opportunity to enter this amazing world of characters that I love growing up and still do to this day. I was also excited to work with Ezra Miller, who is a phenomenal young actor. Finneyuma said in a statement, I pitched a version of the film in line with my voice, humor, and heart. While it was uh, disappointing that we couldn't come together creatively on the project, I remain grateful for the opportunity. I will continue to look for opportunities to tell my stories that speak to a fresh general topic and multicultural point of view. I wish Warner Brothers, DC, uh, John Berg, Jeff Johns, and Ezra Miller all of the best as they continue 
their journey into the Speed Force, huh? Is it an AT&T? Yeah, an AT&T. They continue their journey into so the Speed Force. So what did he... I, I can't remember. What did he else did he direct? I know he's directed a couple... What did he? What else has he directed? Like, I'm really excited for the Flash movie. I really am. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know nothing about it, but I'm. I got such a hard on for the Flash now that I cannot. I'm excited to see a Flash movie. But what has like he walked away because he's gonna direct. He's already in the. He's already into directing something else. Well, Finnegan with Marks, the second director to exit the Flash project. Uh, Seth Graham Smith was the first director attached to the film, and he left over. Uh, creative differences i wonder what like with who with what i wonder what well it's like, like with uh what's his name something o'malley brian o'malley exited from uh man because of creative differences i wonder what though i mean like i somebody... well he wanted to do him because he made um scott pilgrim versus the world uh, and in, i don't know if you've seen that movie he yeah. wanted to make it more like that movie i'm so glad he didn't direct Ant-Man. and marvel kind of well he directed like half of it he did half of it, and then they switched directors halfway through. So, it's like two so, different movies. So it's like yoga hosers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out what. I mean, Scott Pilgrim wasn't good, but it wasn't. The it only was... thing that Rick Rick directed was that we know of. <clears throat> that we know is Dope. Have you seen that? That's yeah. such a good movie, though. Dope is a really good movie. Uh, but I mean, what could these? What could these? creative differences be like i mean it's just, well if well, Warner brothers wants one thing and the director it's like you're saying everyone nowadays is trying to make everything multicultural it's like he says in here in his statement that he want he had a story in mind where it was making it multicultural just like they kind of did on the tv show where with the flash tv show iris is black in yeah. the comics iris is white yeah you know um and they kind of just getting off this track with it and i think dc was just kind of like no you know, like, hmm. that's not what we want. And he was like, well, bye, you know. I think just make the fucking movie. <laughs> well, DC's movies are fucking bad anyways. Just make yeah. the fucking movie. I th- it's going to be bad anyways. But so. obviously someone there has a bad attitude because that's two directors that have left this film. So obviously Maybe there's Jeff, something going Jeff on. Johns. Maybe. I blame Jeff Johns. <laughs> Don't blame Jeff Johns. I blame Jeff Johns. Shame on you. Whatever that is. What are that saying is? Fool me one what? Fool yeah, me that, once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how the flash movie. Shame on you. Shame no, on yeah. Me. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. There it is. But I mean, <sighs> we like sayings here. I, yeah, we're really good at them too. <laughs> I really want to see the Flash movie though. I don't even know what it's about, and I fucking really want to see it. <laughs> I know it's about a guy that gets the speed force. <laughs> yeah. So, and he runs fast. Either he gets a struck by bolt, bolt of lightning, or he falls into something. I hope he falls into a bat of acid. <laughs> <laughs> but is it going to come out before or after Justice League? I hope he comes out from. I hope he comes from a planet from. I think ducks. it's after because Justice League's already done filming. Yeah. So it's after. Uh, or they're still filming Justice League. I know they're in the middle. They're either in the middle of filming Justice League or it's wrapped. I can't remember which it is. I think it's wrapping up. But um, I really I I can't wait to see Wonder Woman. That one actually looks pretty good. She's fucking hot. Yeah, she is. Gal got it? Yes. Small boobies and all, she's fucking hot. <laughs> Small boobies and all. <laughs> all right. Um, I don't like her when her hair is, like, back. Fuck. Whoa, that was Sorry. Deep. Yeah, it was. I hit, the, I, I I hit like, my mic with the iPad. Whoops. I think she looks a lot better when her hair is down. Yeah. I don't like it when it's, like, pulled super tight back like she does, like, for mm-hmm. appearances and, like, you know, like, in the part of... Uh, 
Batman Superman where she was at the uh, event. At the event. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like. She looks so much better with like her hair down and kind of curled. Yeah. Yeah. That's just my opinion, though. Speaking of Batman Superman, it's funny how much we hate we how much hate we're getting in the UK. Yeah. I looked at the I looked at the reviews on our our, our iTunes from the UK. It's you guys. Yeah, and some kid fucking gave us a <laughs> one star review. Oh, some so some kid gave us a one star review because of you. Okay. Thanks. Because oh, it was because, because you kept saying part. that Bruce was screaming "Dad" when he was driving through the city on the cell phone, <laughs> and you were like, "You saying Dad?" And I, like, and I was like, "Why would he be saying Dad? It makes no sense. His dad is dead." Like, no man, he was saying Dad. He was saying Dad, and I was just like, "Whatever." And all of the reviews on it are like, "Did you even watch the movie?" He's not saying Dad. Why would he be saying Dad? Like, we're just getting shit on because of that. Yeah, like one so the one episode they want to listen to, I'm fucking getting shit on for it. God damn it, Jose. It's still That's a bad funny. movie. I, have you seen the director's cut, though? The extended no. version of it? I haven't either. I don't, I don't want think to it's been saved. That. Yeah. Everybody says it saves the movie. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody says it's a, it, it makes the movie fucking badass. They should have shown that one, then. And they yeah. should have shown it originally. Um, director Tim Miller treated in a chimichanga loving merc with the mouth for the chili dog loving hedgehog. Right? <laughs> Since parting ways with the Deadpool franchise, Tim Miller has signed on to uh, executive produce on the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog film. The yeah. film will be directed by uh, Jeff uh, Fowler and will be a combination of live-action and CGI. Terrible. So is the guy going to be in a suit? Getting rings? <laughs> no, it's going to be kind of like... Um, when he fucking gets hit, all of his fucking rings go out? <laughs> I think the people will... Be, it's going to be like the, the, the Jungle Book, John, Favre, John Favre's Jungle Book. Uh-huh. Where the people will actually be people, but like Sonic will be CGI. Not and, as fast. Well, I don't know, but all <laughs> the <laughs> all the Sonic characters Nails. will be CGI'd. Knuckles. Yeah. Every time he gets hit, the whole stable. Will be God there. damn! I just lost ninety-seven <laughs> <Yeah>. rings. <laughs> Kids, rings knocked out of them. Um, I'm sure all you video game heads are excited about that. And Sonic. Are they going to do a 2D pass? Like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a side scroller? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Are they going to do it like 3D, like the Sega Genesis or Sega. what is it, the CD-ROM? They're going to go that far. I want an Echo the Dolphin movie. I demand an Echo the Dolphin movie. <laughs> live action. Yeah, live action Echo the Dolphin movie. <laughs> Fighting sharks with the freaking lasers on attached to their heads. Virtual Fighter. Freaking laser beams on top of them. I want a Virtual Fighter video game. <laughs> well, they've already got a Virtual Fighter video game. I mean, uh, a movie. movie. <laughs> Not a video game. Uh, James Gunn considers directing a Marvel Netflix show. During a fa- uh, uh, during a Facebook Live Q and A, Gunn was asked if he would ever consider directing a Marvel a Netflix show. He replied being uh, by saying, "If it was under the right circumstances, maybe, but it would never be one that is pre-existing. I would love to be uh, able to do a pilot for a new show." So that begs the question: What Marvel hero should be next to get a Netflix series, and who should and should James Gunn direct it? Fool well, killer. No, um, Defenders. <laughs> well, that's coming. It's already, already a show. It's already in the work. It's already filming. Oh, so I'm is. like, I'm talking like what hero? Because with Ghost Rider being in Agents of Shield, there's been a talk of Ghost Rider getting his own spinoff. Deadpool. Why? He's a, <laughs> they can't do Deadpool. <laughs> they could do uh, uh, Moon Knight. I think would be a really cool one to do. They should do a Miles Morales. They, they can't. Why? Sony owns that. Lame. They can do. Uh, they a should do Cloak Old Man Dagger. Logan. Nope, too late. Can't do that. <laughs> no, Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. That'd be really cool. 
They could do... Or the Runaways. The Runaways. That would be a good one, too. That would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. And that would, I think that would, that would actually be closer to Gunn's style. Yeah. I think that would actually suit him. Seeing the, the kids grow yeah. up or see the parents kill somebody and they see it. Young Avengers. You know? Yeah. There's, I mean, there's so many <coughs> out there that they could give. There's, there's a whole thing out there that he can, <laughs> he can pick. I'm saying, I'm trying to think of like a predominant hero that I would love to see. I'm trying to think someone super, super obscure. Well, I would, I wouldn't assume it was gonna be that obscure. Okay. Like Moon Knight, I would love to see a Moon Knight series. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. If they went like current Moon Knight where he's like a... Badass. Yeah. He should do the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Go direct the Flash. <laughs> Go direct the Runaways, Flash. Runaways is a good one, Kyle. <coughs> yeah. I, I think one. that would fit him. Like, you know what I mean? A team? Yeah. yeah. And him working with a dinosaur? <laughs> That'd be cool. I mean, God damn it, he works with a fucking tree. Yeah, and a raccoon. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. All right, we fucking... But then would Runaways just be more of the same, though? You would want to see him in something different. I think he... He kind of, like, set himself where, like, he's good at directing teams. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, a Runaways team, I think that would fit perfectly for him. You can do West Coast. What about, um... What about, um... (laughs) Wonder Man? Oh, God. God, I'm trying to think of... Uh, what the fuck Marvel calls them? Garbage. <laughs> no, uh, they're Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Uh, they were know. they were red uh, Thunderbolts. Oh. oh, the bad guys. Yeah, Thunderbolts. Yeah. No, a well, lot they of got, it, they already got the Punisher, so a Punisher yeah. led Thunderbolts team. No, but a lot of it is owned by Fox, I think, with uh, like Venom, uh, Carnage. He should do Spawn. <laughs> I don't think Todd McFarlane's going to ever let that go. Uh, uh, he could do a little Spawn. <laughs> little Spawn. Little. Uh, Deadpool 2 is seeking uh, John Wick director. Per reports, Deadpool 2 is seeking director David uh, Leach to replace Tim Miller as the director for Deadpool 2. Uh, after his departure a few weeks ago... Uh, leaving the film without a director. However, his name isn't the only one being tossed around. Uh, Drew Goddard, EP for The Martian, starring Matt Damon, 10 Cloverfield Lane, Daredevil Lost, and the upcoming Netflix show The Defenders um, are, some of the titles, are some of the titles he's worked on. Another name popping up is uh, Magnus um, Martins, whose work included Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., 12 Monkeys, and he directed Luke Cage. Hmm. Yeah. Who else? I the, think the the first well, other than well. other than uh, well, that was the guy who left. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. he's the one that left. Like who? Who would be good to direct? Quentin Tarantino. No, I'm staying with no. Tarantino. He would not be a good director. To Quentin Deadpool. Tarantino, Sam you Raimi. Need somebody who's funny. Sam Raimi can be funny. I think Sam Raimi would do Deadpool well. Hmm. Because he can get with the action. He could do the humor. I think he could. He did Spider-Man pretty good. The first one. Laughing and... Oh, no, I'm thinking number three. And a lot of... Like an emo. There's been a lot of... Emo man? Like, actors... Like, you sent me that list after I'd already put the show together. 
for tonight of the actors that they were looking at to play Cable. Mm-hmm. Some of those are just fucking stupid. Bruce Willis would be a terrible Cable. Yes. Tom no, the Cruise. Guy from, uh, Tom Cruise would be a bad can one, you too. imagine that? Everyone's got a fucking... Now, Liam Neeson is one I didn't think about. No, I didn't think about him either. I think he'd be good. But yeah, the dude from Avatar, yeah, Avatar he still gets yeah. my vote. I think him, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman would be good. Dolph Lundgren would be good. But not Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise. No. Everybody, Too short. Everybody. Not Charlie Theron either. Right? That was stupid. <laughs> no, the guy from... The should, old guy. They should have Kylo Ren do it. Kylo Ren. <laughs> Adam Driver. <laughs> But hopefully Deadpool 2 finds a director soon. Hopefully they find a director that will fit that movie. Because following up on the first one... I think Ryan the, Reynolds should just take the reins and just get it done. The popularity <laughs> of the first one, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I mean, you're a director. All you got to do is say, cut. Yeah. Well, and action. You have to give people direction, too, though. I want you to come... You do. Action. Come stage left and do this. Or try doing this differently. That, that's in the notes. <laughs> that shit's in the notes. There was talk that people were trying to get Kevin Smith to do it. And no, Kevin no, Smith said, no, no. <laughs> fucking yoga hosers. No. <laughs> That's exactly, they were like, why don't you direct Deadpool? And he was like, have you seen Tusker yoga hosers? <laughs> you know, so. You know what? Go film Supergirl. <laughs> Kevin Smith. Uh, who let's, knows? Oh, I'm sorry. Let's keep it at uh, 30 minutes. We all see. No. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I love you, Kevin Smith. But no, don't do it. Stay far away. Stay as far far away from Deadpool as you can. If they're right. filming it in Canada, then he needs to be somewhere in Central America. <laughs> He's be on the side of the world. That's how far he needs to be away from Deadpool. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> the Muppet Babies are back. The CGI reboot is to air on Disney Junior oh early 2018. God. It will contain two 11-minute episodes totaling 23 minutes or 30 minutes with commercial breaks. It's aimed at kids four to, ages 4 to 7 uh, with an adventure theme being the than main the focus being for the show. Fucking, you know, with jobs and shit. <laughs> I like that. Dude, I loved the Muppets. When when they changed though. the the, ton, the attitude of the show midway through season one, that's when it fucking tanked. It was, <laughs> dude, there was nothing, nothing <laughs> beat like seeing, yeah, nothing beat seeing Kermit the Frog and Gonzo sitting in a bar drinking a beer. <laughs> you know, nothing beat like Fozzie in a relationship with a fucking woman. You know, just thinking that he's, like, tapping that Muppet ass, you know? Getting a little muff. Yeah, <laughs> a little muffet. <laughs> a little muffet. A little muffet. Are they, are they still going to show the, the parents' face? The uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, maybe yeah. I'll have kids that will enjoy Muppet Babies at some point. Your kids are too old. They're too old. Do they like when they were young? I don't remember. I, I watched it when I was younger. Muppet Babies. They watched, uh, <clears throat> what the fuck was that? The Wiggles. The Wiggles. <laughs> the Wiggles, really? <laughs> I thought I was going to have to take him to go see the Wiggles until it was like, until it was like $300 a ticket. No, nope, oh, you're not seeing the fucking Wiggles. The Wiggles live. They get a lot of ass. Yeah, but they <laughs> do. Single moms, man. It's right. that. What can I do to get little Jimmy here to... <laughs> To see you. Go in the back. Blow. (laughs) (laughs) Blow this. See the yellow one? Blow him. (laughs) I gotta watch, though. (laughs) Blow him as the red one watches. As the blue one cries in the corner and jerks off. As I'm gonna play my trumpet. (laughs) As the green one plays a trumpet. Do it to the beat. (laughs) (laughs) Yuck. 
Are uh, are World War Z and The Walking Dead responsible for ruining zombie films? Uh, I think they're quite opposite. I like, you know what? I am a zombie fan. I liked, you know, I liked the old school zombies, but I like this new take on zombies. I like the 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 goriness, the drama around zombies. The you know I what I mean? The bigger effect of it. I like that. Well, the first one that really, I guess, updated it was Dawn of the Dead. When they were well, at the mall? Yeah. According to Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead director, George Romero, um, that is the, the case. original. Yeah. In an interview with IndieWire, uh, Romero said, because of World War Z and The Walking Dead, I can't pitch a modest little zombie film. Because what, they've made it big. I mean, I don't. we don't want modest zombie yeah. films anymore. That's, that's all he's ever done. Well, yeah, no, that's always... That's all Romero yes. has only done. Well, he says, which Slow. is meant to be... Well, because all of his 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 movies are meant to be social political, so he's like, I can't pitch it. I can't pitch a monosyllable zombie film, which is meant to be social political. Thank it's, you, Robert. It's Turkman. ruined for him. The moment yes. you mention the word zombie, it goes it, it goes to be, hey, Brad Pitt paid four hundred million to do that. Uh, it's hard to be a zombie. It's hard to be a zombie film with just zombies wreaking havoc. That's not what I'm about. So he's he's got a lot of social political undertones in his movies. Nobody and cares. he tries to nobody cares. Yeah, he tries to bring out these issues with society through zombie movies, and yeah. that's—I mean—that's what makes Dawn of the Dead so good. That's Pass. what makes um, Night of the Living Dead good. You know, things like that. I mean, and, those are good, but this is a different time, and this is people. I mean, what what, what we've seen have in evol- and it, zombies have evolved. The way we see zombies has evolved, and stuff like The Walking Dead and stuff that has. It is. It has changed. It's changed. Our, it's changed our perceptions, and I think personally, it's changed it for the better. I not like, for him. Not for him, but I, I, I think it has changed it for the better, though. Yeah. What I think people miss about The Walking Dead is it's not a show. It, it's a show about the zombie apocalypse, but it's not about the zombies. It's about the people living in living dealing. in this in dealing with everyday life in this environment, and the relationships and and everything like that, and what they go through. The zombies kind of take a back seat to that. And yes, they're still there. Yes, they're threatening. But they're not a biggest threat. If you've noticed through the course of the show and the comic book, the zombies aren't a big a thre- as big a threat to these people as other people themselves. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like what, you know, like you're saying, it's, it's spawned this new genre of zombie film. And it's not, I don't know if it's a realm for being social politi- socially political anymore. He did it and did it well when the time when before zombie movies were the sixties and the seventies. Yeah. yeah, were a great time for for slow one on one zombies. And Robert Kirkman and and that's kind of like to me, that's kind of like a spit in Robert Kirkman's face because every time you talk to Robert Kirkman about Walking Dead and where he got it, and he said he was influenced by Romero's work, Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, you know, movies like that. And you know, if it was the other way around and Romero was was profiting off of this by his movies being mm-hmm. good, he'd be fine he'd with be it. Like, he'd be like, Kirkman's great. If it wasn't for Kirkman, I wouldn't, you know, he's, he's really helped spawn this. But the reason is he's taking food out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why he's bitching. Yeah. He, and it all I, comes down to money. And I can see that. And But Kirkman has gone on record saying that he wanted to see Romero's movies are good, but zombie movies, they always have the guy, the people getting on a ship and sailing off at the end or. You never know what happened to these people. You never know what happened to these people after those events. Yeah. And that's kind of what he wanted to do with The Walking Dead is he wanted to examine the people's everyday lives while this is going on around him. And that's what he's done. And he's done it fantastically. 
Now, World War Z, on the other hand, that was a bullshit, that shitty movie. That's yeah. a book. And it was a book. The book is phenomenal. The movie sucked ass. Yeah. It, it just, well, the problem with the movie was it kind of like, it was like abrupt. Mm-hmm. Like it was like chop, 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 done. Yeah. Was, it, the movie was really choppy to me. That's, that's how I took it. It was really, I didn't, I don't know. Chop, 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 figured it out. Chop, chop, chop. You know what I mean? I but don't know. It, it's a really choppy movie. You can't argue with other. And, it, and when it's done, it's, it's, it's done. It's like every other zombie movie. It's, mm-hmm. it's, they figured it out. They have a cure. It's done. There's no, you know what I mean? A cure to be sick. You, you don't get to be, you don't get to see the aftermath. Yeah. You know, like what Matt was saying is. Like Walking Dead does. Like walk, you get to see the aftermath. Like they still haven't figured out a cure. Like in most things, like you know, like like World War Z, they they find in the matter of time in the mood, they find the cure. Yeah. Even with um, the one with Will Smith. I am Legend. That he finds the cure at the very end. I mean, yeah, he's the cure. But you know what I mean? That they. That's what I like about. That's one of the things I really like about Walking Dead. Yeah. Is they don't find a cure. They're they are back at zero. All these other things, they kind of have like technology still with them, and the Walking Dead is kind of you're on your own. Yeah, you've kind of you you've stepped back. You're you're back to growing plants. You're back mm-hmm. to you know surviving just because you have to, like not because there's not this you know like in World War Z, man. They're driving cars, airplanes, fucking yeah. everything is still. You know, even in uh, Fear the Walking Dead, they go from fucking technology to zero very fast. Yes. And that is one kind of cool thing that I do like about Fear the Walking Dead is how fast technology craps on you Mm. (laughs) when the shit really hits the fan. I mean, they went from it being on the news to nothing, like overnight. Yeah. Like... The, 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 you know, it TV would, and power and all that. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was. And that's what I kind of, that's what I really like about The Walking Dead. Because hmm. now you, yeah, because you always, a lot of movies you always see, you know what would be a great movie would be the aftermath of that happening. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of movies I'd like to see, even if they did like, I would wish more movies would even do like a 15 or 20 more minutes past where you do see the aftermath and you do see stuff going on because you don't see that a lot. Well, it's like with 28 Days Later, they kind of show that. Yeah. Well, then you get the spinoffs and 28 Weeks Later and they even did 20 Months Later and some shit like that. Yeah. But that, that That's what is so good about The Walking Dead, though, is that you see what's happening to these people. You see what they're going through. You, you see how it affects. And you, you become connected to these characters and you start caring about these characters and that's why that's why season seven episode one is so controversial i don't know if it's necessarily about how bloody it is and how gory it is is that they took away two people that you were invested in yeah especially glenn glenn you've been invested since episode one yeah you know in season one episode one and now season seven episode one he's gone he's gone hey dumbass you know (laughs) yeah hey dumbass you know it's you invest your time in these characters, and I just think we're in a time where once The Walking Dead done, it, once The Walking Dead's done, I think that's when the zombies genre is done too. Yeah, it really is. It's like Twilight with vampires. Twilight ended, and vampires just fuck appeared. Because now, because that's going to be the comparison. Ah, it wasn't as good as The Walking Dead, so 
what are they going to mm-hmm. really do? Like George Romero. Yeah, what are they really going to do to change zombies? They have, they between The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, they have shown the outbreak. Sort of. The and then yeah, well, I mean they yeah, sort of, and then they show the decline. Yeah. Then they showed it where people have to fight for survival, and then they really learn that people are the, the bad part, and then you have The Walking Dead where you're, you know, two years into the zombie apocalypse where. It is completely a way of life now. Like, at least the Fear Walking Dead, they still have that glimmer of it's. It's this is gonna pass. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead, they know it's not. This it, dude shall pass. They, there, there is no more talk about cures. There is no more talk about how we're gonna survive. They just know that just surviving is just what it is, and they just <clears throat> what do they have to do? There is no, you know that all that's gone. There's no scientists working on it. There is nothing. Well, and you. Mm, even through all this time, 150-some issues, Robert Kirkman still has a trump card. His trump card is, you don't know what the virus is. Yeah. You still don't know what the virus is. You just know that everyone's infected, but you don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. How they get infected or... Right. I still w- I wish, when he ends the show, I really hope Rick wakes up. Hmm. Really? That would be, that would kill <laughs> it the for hospital. me. That would be such a fucking... Ball buster. Did it well. So, I would be uh, so mad, but it would be so funny. <laughs> he goes, whoa, what happened? And fucking Shane and sitting there uh, and fucking Lori. He's just around the It's actually everybody. been like 45 minutes. Yeah, everyone's like <laughs> surrounding his bed. Coral's a little kid again. <laughs> Fuck, that would, that would suck. They that out, would like, suck the so season. much ass, dude. I think I would destroy everything Walking Dead I had. Like, like, do you ever see that? That's such a cop out. <laughs> did you see like when they did that for uh, Breaking Bad? What? When Walter White Bray wakes up and he's with his wife from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, that, he's Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, that's that's funny. I mean, I would be pissed too because everybody. I mean, it would be like the end of disco. Yeah, like, everybody would be throwing their Walking <laughs> Dead shit into a pile. That shit would be on Burn fire it. in the football <laughs> stadium and shit. That would be Walking Dead. Never want to go down to like a cool five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> then we could all buy a couple mm-hmm. of them. Dude, that would be such a fucking kick in the nuts. That would be a blue balls times like a thousand. <laughs> that would suck. You went through all that shit. Dude, he wakes up. And... Dude, he just he stretches. He looks around and fucking. Uh, I had the craziest dream. Yo, you right? You've been out for like 40 minutes. You were there, <laughs> and you were there, and you were there, and like Michonne is like a nurse. You were there, and like fucking Lori's his doctor. You were there, and fucking Megan's Dale's. Like the janitor. Yeah, Dale's like a fucking orderly. <laughs> he keep name his mop, his or, mop Lucille. Dale's like the police. <laughs> Dale, Dale's like the, the sheriff in the town or something, and fucking. Uh, I guess Dale would be one of the. Uh, Herschel is a doctor. Yeah. Herschel is a doctor. doctor. Maggie and Beth are nurses. Yep. Oh, dude, that would suck ass. <laughs> God. What a way to end it, though. Daryl is like the, the his hospital roommate because he's gotten a motorcycle accident. <laughs> <laughs> Merle's just his up. drunken brother that comes and visits. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be that would suck. That would suck. But it'd be fucking funny, too. <laughs> Mm. But I mean, how else would you end The Walking Dead? Everybody dies. That's the way. That's the way to do it. A meteor comes down. <laughs> well, Robert Kirkman says he knows how he wants to end both the show and the the comic, and he's going to end them differently. So 
he in, he in he hopes sh- to end the show before he ends the comic. So in the comic, he's gonna wake up. <laughs> no, dude, that would be such a fucking sellout, dude. That would be like him spitting in the face of his fans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, what a morning. <laughs> what day is it today? <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> That's one way to end it. Uh, Glenn is actually like Carl's best friend. <laughs> Coral. Get it out, Coral. Uh, oh, man. What else we got, Matt? Um... Walking Dead fans have started a petition to give Andrew Lincoln an Emmy Award. Oh, God. The Walking Dead has one of the most passionate fan bases out there. This is just another example of that passion. Recently, a petition was started to get Andrew Lincoln nominated for an Emmy for his portrayal of Rick's descent into brokenness in the controversial Season 7 premiere. The petition has to reach uh, 35,000 signatures it will be sent to the official Emmy board for review. <laughs> At the time of this recording, the petition already has over two, uh, 28,975 What's supporters. What's that right now? Because that was earlier today, right? That was a little while ago, yeah. I wonder what it's at now. Um, we're going to go ahead and how, leave a... How do you a, find it? Well, well, we'll leave a link on the... Uh, You'll leave a Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, we'll leave a Lincoln to the petition on our Facebook page. Andrew Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, we'll leave a cool Andrew Lincoln petition <laughs> to the petition. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave a cool Andrew Lincoln to the petition on our Facebook page. <laughs> I think he deserves an Emmy for that fucking episode, man. You know what he does? Fuck it, you're still laughing at your stupid fucking joke, huh? Your fucking dad joke. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> stupid fucking joke. <laughs> He's already been nominated. Huh? He's been nominated. What for The Walking Dead? For an uh, Emmy for The Walking Dead? No, I think say yeah, Walking Dead. Yeah, he's been I'm nominated fucking, since twenty ten. He fucking deserves it. I am. I already did. Did you really? Fuck yeah, dude! After that episode, he deserves it, man. What's the link? He's won <laughs> four times. He's what? He's won four times. Fuck it, I'm not voting for him, man. He's exactly. Already- I thought he'd never been. He was like the fucking, the black sheep of... He's like the Cubs. Yeah. (laughs) He deserves it. (laughs) Hey. Cubs are winning right now. They fucking, they fucking held him off yesterday. They're winning seven to one right now. The Cubs are? Yeah. They are on fire. Yesterday, I was like, whoo. Like, I don't really watch, I mean, I could give shit who wins the World Series. The only thing I went to go turn to town or watch my normal show and it wasn't on. (laughs) So ruined. So I watched like the seventh, the eighth, and the ninth inning. And I stopped watching basketball because my fucking Phoenix Suns blow. The, Cubs, the Cubs are going to come back and win it. And it's going to be the greatest come back. disaster since the Golden State Warriors <laughs> lost three games in a row. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not going to be the first team to come back, though. Like what? that in baseball. No. The Red Sox did The Red Sox, the Red Sox did, did it, did. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, it's people make fun of the Golden State Warriors for what, losing a 3-1 lead. What did they <laughs> say yesterday that the, the last time the Cubs were in a world... Like a World Series game at, at Wrigley Field, it was like nine thousand two hundred and seventy-four days prior to that, or something. The last time the Cubs were, you know, the last time the Cubs made the World Series, 
1908, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the Ottoman Empire was still a thing. Hmm. That's 08? 1908? Yeah. They said 9,000 some odd days. It's a lot of days. Yeah. Um, Dude, the, and the guy, the coach of the Indians is the old Red Sox coach. Yeah, Terry Francona. Yeah. Hmm. That's how I'm, I'm getting Kurt in baseball right now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we'll leave a linked, a link, <laughs> a Lincoln. We'll leave a Lincoln on the Facebook page if you want to sign that petition. Um, Paul Fage is game for a Ghostbusters sequel, but it's the rest of the world. Ugh. In an interview with the Daily, as uh, well. In an interview with the Daily Beat, Ninja Turtles three. Right, Fage Good. said uh, the decision was uh, up to the studio as the they have to pay terrible. for it. He continued saying, one. "Nobody called me." But I love those characters, and I know that uh, that they are heroes, and mean a lot to people. Are they in a half shell? <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> wrong movie. So, in a perfect world, I would it would be great if we could see them bust more ghosts, kick more ass, and be awesome again. First of all, they were never awesome in the first place. Let's ruin Ghostbusters number two. The, listen, Ghostbusters. Yeah. It was a nice reimagining, but it wasn't the first one. It wasn't the second one. It wasn't that great of a movie. I don't think Sony needs a sequel. Even though they set it up for a sequel at the end of the first one by name-dropping Zool. What the fuck do they got to lose? Money. Lots of money. How much money did they put in the first one? I have no idea, but it fucking tanked hard. <laughs> it tanked, I mean, that, that, that is the internet. And the I remember, power of the internet. I remember a couple months ago them saying that there was no chance in hell... They were ever going to do a Ghostbusters sequel. Like, there was no Ghostbusters sequel coming. Until somebody with money says, oh, let's do Ghostbusters too." Yeah. Okay. Really want to see where those girls gone. I, I always think of like, it always makes me think of uh, uh, fucking, uh, what's that show that was on HBO about the actor? Which one? Shameless? Californication? That's not even on HBO. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought about an actor. Which one? Are you talking about uh, Entourage? Yes. It makes me think about, like, remember the Entourage movie when they were making the movie mm-hmm. and, like, the Texas guy and his son were there? Yeah. And they said the only way they're going to keep making, funding the movie is if they... He f- fires his brother. Yeah. yeah. That's not, that's what I think of now when I say, when they think of, when they say, we're not going to move to a movie. Nope, we're going to do a movie now. Yeah. That's what I think of. They're sitting in a Hollywood uh, house doing that same thing. Some rich... Guy who gives two shits about movies yeah. is saying, fuck it, I'll fund it. Yeah, he wants to Ghostbusters see Ghostbusters 2! Yeah, he wants to see it, and he's like, oh, I'm going to make a shit ton of money on this, and then fucking loses his ass, but that's the, love, what, the wonderful world of investing in movies, all right? And lastly on our list, uh, it's finally been confirmed that uh, Millie Bobby Brown will return to the role of Eleven in Stranger Things Season 2. She's British. Although no, the numbers of episodes she will be <laughs> in has yet to the be... The is blue. Revealed, that. reports suggest all signs point to her once again being a series regular. I didn't know till we were at the, her panel. Well, because, yeah, I remember at the panel at FanFest, she kept saying, I don't know if I'm going to be in season two. I haven't been contacted about it. I haven't been cast yet. But I thought that was all just part of the joke that they were doing because, like, you know, what's-his-name was kept trying to talk about the first five minutes of season two. Yeah. I, I, and, I, she kept, and she kept, like, Stopping you know, him. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was all, you know, and that's why I figured she was going to be in too because they were making such an ordeal about it yeah that's what i why i figured she was going to be but it, i mean i didn't know she was british so i heard her fucking talk i was like oh fuck why the fuck do they got all of a sudden it's like this big 
influx of like British actors. The Dick and Like, are they cheaper to get or something? No, they're just better. They just hide it. They just, they just have better talent. Like, what did like Hugh Laurie like break the gate down <laughs> for Brit actors or what? You know, I was watching One Hundred One Dalmatians, the the live action one the other day because I was too lazy to change the channel. I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, he's a good actor. What was he? He played the um, one of the kidnapper dudes. Huh. Oh, wow. I thought he was the dad. In 101 Dalmatians? Yeah. No, he played, uh, like, the tall, lanky oh, kidnapper Oh, you know dad. what? He was in, uh, he was the dad in that movie where the, where the mouse was their kid. Sure oh, Little. Stuart Little? Yeah. He was the dad in that. Hmm. But, like, he was good in house. Like, I didn't know that guy was British either until I was fucking watching it. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I don't know if they're going to bring Barb for the second season. Nope. Nope, she's dead. She's dead. Good boy. Aww. <laughs> so someone just sent us a message on SoundCloud. Laura Whitehead, 8966, says, Let's play a game and be naughty together in my pleasure land. <laughs> and submitted a link to her pleasure land. Hell yeah. We're going to pleasure land. <laughs> you should give that to Kellen. He likes to talk to bots. <laughs> Yes, he does. He does? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a link to my pleasure land. <laughs> Maybe they can... Her pleasure land is the same place that guy's dickhole. <laughs> that girl's dickhole. <laughs> Remember that? Isn't that what he said? Uh, come come fuck with my dickhole or whatever yeah. that bot said? Uh, but anyway, that's all the news we have for... Uh, I think that's our only SoundCloud message. <laughs> yes. That's all well, the that, messages that one we just, get. That one just came in, we so have, I was We like, haven't had a SoundCloud comment in months, and all of a sudden we get one about a pleasure... Yeah. And a link. <laughs> about your pleasure palace. Did you click it? No. Yeah, right. It's fucking spam. Are you waiting for us to leave? No. It's going to go to some fucking site, like Adult Friend Finder or something. Adult Friend Finder. Stupid like that. You can... <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. You still laughing about your Lincoln <laughs> joke? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks, we're Dad. Gonna, we're going to give you a link. Andrew Link. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It is stupid. It's so stupid. Uh, but I, w- I just I want to see how many votes he's at now. Uh, the Lincoln thing? <laughs> <laughs> Bazinga? I don't know. What? Uh, don't you ever say that again. <laughs> Whatever. Bazinga. Berzoople. Berzoople. You want to know how many? Way. I want to know how many votes he has now. He's. It's been all day. He's got to have... He's got to hit me at the 35,000 mark. Um, I don't have the link. I'm, I have it on my... I bet once they get the the, the votes, like, in, in into the place where they, you know, do the votes, they see it and they throw it away. <laughs> Andrew Link, man. He wipes, they wipes their ass with it. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick. Next. <sighs> That's all it is. Good times, good times. <laughs> But um, it's good to be back. I'm glad we got our soundboard fixed. It's back to our regularly scheduled programming. It was nice being able to sit in our own homes. <laughs> Listen, we're still gonna we're still gonna use Skype to sit in your own home because let's be that's really the only way anyone's gonna get uh, Patreon only content is if we have the flexibility to do it like that whenever yeah. we want. Yeah, I'm <clears> actually <throat> gonna go buy a USB microphone. So the next time that we do have to do a Skype, I'm not using my kid's gamer headset. (laughs) 
which I don't know if you could tell a difference between when I was using my Beats or when you could I was using the headset. I don't know if you could tell a difference. All I could tell is that you were enjoying a cocktail both times. <laughs> oh man! And I by the end of the I had drank both times. We had the the, the last two episodes we had did via Skype. I had drank too much before we started. Well, because we did them at like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. So by the time. I'm, I'm messaging Matt going, dude, we have to wrap this up. I have to pee. I'm doing the pee-pee dance <laughs> while I'm standing in my room waiting for Matt to wrap up the show. Sending that I'm him. sending him messages. Hurry up. Hurry up, dude. I have to pee. Hurry up. I was just ignoring you because yes. I, I wanted to see if you'd piss your pants on the podcast. He was like, oh, 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 we'll wrap up in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see if you'd piss your pants. I was doing the pee-pee dance. <laughs> Uh, my Kegel exercises had, <laughs> had kicked in. <laughs> Good thing you do, man. Oh, fuck. So, um, I want your imp- opinion on something here. Uh, Kyle and I have been talking about doing a Walking Dead, kind of kind of like Talking Dead, where we'll set up the phone lines and Skype, and you guys can call in to the Google number and Skype and ask questions about the Walking Dead or talk about what you just saw in the episode kind of go through with us, something that we would live stream. I'd First reactions? Well, well, no, we can have every, like, everybody who's listening to us can have the Google number, and then people could call in, and we can... We'll go live and answer your questions yeah. about what just happened in the episode. And we'll talk, and it, I think it would be... I think it would be cool. I think what we should do is... It would be should, more informative than fucking Talking Dead, that's for goddamn sure. I, I think we should incorporate an extra step to it and I think we should also make a listener group chat mm. our walking dead group chat so people who can't call in or just want a message we can go oh so and so said this and then yeah. we can give us discussion and people could call in I think that mm-hmm. would be I think that would be fun that would be fun and I would like I would love for you guys to call in you know cause you guys loved calling in and leaving us messages. Well, we're talking about doing it live. Like, I'm talking, like, live streaming to YouTube or, or Twitch, doing it after the show, live yeah. stream. Yeah, I, I went, yeah, we're talking to people live via the Google yeah. number. And, but I would also like to have it where people are also messaging us so that we can keep it flowing. Yeah, there you go. So let us know what you think. Um, if that's something you want to hear or see, let us know in the comments below. Um, if not, then we won't do it. We have all these ideas, but we just don't do it because we don't get any input. That's and we, we don't want to put something out there and put the time into it when we're not getting input back about, yeah, that'd be an awesome idea. Well, I mean, or, it would be great because the only thing is I would love to get input on it because we could all set our houses in Skype and do it. Mm-hmm. It would just, we'd all get set up and ready and I'm just worried that. Well, I wouldn't do it via Skype. That would be something we would do live from the studio. Because if we're going to live, <laughs> if we're going to live broadcast it, it would be something we would do live from the studio. Yeah, we could do that too. But um, I mean, you you guys seem to like our our D and D episode. There's there's gonna be more of those coming. It's just hard to get my D and D group together. Um, but I want to complete D and D. We should be re- we should be recording on one of those this weekend, hopefully. Um, but th- we have all these ideas and things we want to do. We just don't get the input we're looking for, so we don't do them. I think everybody should go back and listen to our our comic theaters. Yeah. Because I'd like to do that again, and I would love to get a bunch of people to input us to do comic theater again. Um, another thing is, I know we're getting to the end of the year. <clears throat> we're getting to Christmas time. So like we did last year, we want to do a best of your well your favorite episodes from the past year. 
our favorite moments from episodes from the past year um, as a Christmas episode. Christmas is actually a Saturday, a Sunday this year. Yep. So there would be like no Monday or Tuesday podcast because essentially you're all with your families and so we would do a best of like we did last year and people seem to really like it. We had people but call in. Let's not and do a best of Jose. <laughs> there isn't one. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Well, I'm gonna leave that one alone. Just play it. He was gone for five months out of the year, so there's not much to best of Jose on. It'll be more, I like when you threw up. <laughs> Rehashed the last year. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think we should play that every year. I'm just starting that early. I know it's bring only November the, 2nd, but we're just kind of... Keep it in the back of your mind. Yeah, keep it in the back of your mind. Let us know. Leave us, you know, we're going to be asking you to leave us a voicemail again and let us know what your favorite moment was. We'll record it and replay it. Well, we'll replay it and put in the best of episode. And then let us know what your favorite episodes, full episodes were of any ones that has Matt and Kyle in it. Um, 2016. And then we'll do the year in review, we'll do the year in review episode um, towards New Year's. But just something to keep in the back of your mind. Don't forget about Patreon. Yeah. Well, we already got that pre recorded. But, um, yeah, if the Walking Dead thing seems to be something that you would be interested in. I'm interested in it. I know you are. <laughs> I am, too. But if it's something that you would want to hear, that you would want to take part in, that you would want to see, that you'd want to see live streamed, let us know and we'll we'll get that rolling in, yeah, in motion. And and if you guys like the idea and we, if you guys want to have the, you know, if you want to make the Walking Dead group chat. We can do that, too. So let's message us so we can create it. And then we can at least talk. Yeah. Because I don't want you to think that when we say we have all these ideas and mention them on the podcast that we just don't follow through with them, it's that we don't get the input we're looking for. And it's like, well, if we don't get this input, then you obviously don't like it. So why would we want to take the time to put it out there if the fans, the loyal fans we already have, don't care for it? So the one here. Or both right. of them. Right. Yeah, both of <laughs> them. <laughs> the one, in, we need to do an in memoriam for our fans. Fucking people who don't listen to us anymore. Like Eric? <laughs> like Eric. <laughs> uh, oh, we sh- dude, we should. <laughs> we totally should. Oh, this person stopped subscribing. Yep. In memoriam. Ralph, who doesn't fucking talk to us anymore. Ralph still does. He likes things now and then, but he's not as vocal as he once was. But In memoriam. R.I.P. Yeah, no, no, but he still likes stuff. He's still... Yeah. We got to do people who like completely have like <laughs> people who can't keep current. Like, like Eric, he went from liking everything, bullshitting with us, to fucking nothing. people. People who can't keep current on the show, like Dan, <laughs> they fall behind. Like, Jose, the time traveler, who is now caught up. That's cool. Or Joe, the time up. traveler, yes, not Jose. He caught up. But um, Jose, who's still waiting for my picture. Yeah, my, your picture. We gotta my, we gotta my, take my that picture so he can Photoshop me cupping. Uh, hmm. John Cena's balls. We should take that picture, too. We should. So you can get that cup in the root. (laughs) The boot. The root. We would have to find a picture of, like, that scene and then figure out a way to position you to get it perfectly. So I can cup the balls correctly. (laughs) I think you got to... The best way to do it would be, like, you behind him and then him Photoshop your arm coming underneath him to cup the balls. (laughs) I think we should do a Kim closer to the holidays, maybe in December. I think we should do a, another listener meet and greet. No one wants to come fucking hang out with us. Don't nobody wants to do nobody that. Nobody cares enough. Nobody cares. It would be Dan Sierra. If she even still looking to fucking the show. Add her to the memoriam. 
Oh, right? <laughs> I should listen she's, to the show. She's still, um, fucking she still likes stuff. I don't know. We'll, it's a good thought. We'll, we'll kick it around. At and least we can go to the bar and have a couple beers. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out other than Dave and Buster's. Because I'll have to do it on one of my two drink days. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but again, let us know what you think about all these ideas. Um, let us know if you guys want to do a, a meet and greet. Yeah, and let us know if you want to do a meet a and meet, greet. A meet and drink. Oh, that's oh, better. There you go. Yeah. A meet and drink. Kyle just wants to play with your meat. And drink. <laughs> and drink as he fondles your meat. <laughs> All right, so... We, we could sit at Westgate and watch the drunk girls throw up flavorly colored <laughs> alcoholic drinks under their feet. For this somewhat productive episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, my name is Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. And we will see you next time. Bye. Adios. Keep them back. Does knowing that you just finished another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast leave you with an empty feeling in the pit of your stomach? Don't worry, we got you covered. Head on over to iTunes and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our content. As long as you're there, why not leave a review? Not an Apple user? No worries, we got your back. You can also find us on the Google Play Music Store, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Overcast, and any other podcast application. Want to keep in touch with us and be the first to know anything and everything the guys are up to? Make sure to like the Absolute Geek Podcast on Facebook and follow them on Twitter. If following adventures through pictures is more of your style, then make sure to stay up to date with the guys on Instagram. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so through Patreon and receive Patreon-only content. But remember, you never have to donate. That's an option. Your love and admiration is just as good. And as always, thanks for listening.